Hey everyone, happy Friday. It's Kristen Benz in for Mike Broomhead today. And you know what? If you've been following, you may not know this about me, but I do like guns and I am a shooter and I'm a female that likes to shoot. I'm an upland bird hunter, actually. I like to shoot the quail, um, but I like to shoot all sorts of guns. And whenever I have any questions about what's going on in that industry, um, I talk to one man, and that's Evan Dawson. Hello, Evan. Got your mic on? Hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us today. So I like to have um, sector analysts and sector specialists uh, on the show. And... As a female, when did I start shooting? About, gosh, 20 years ago. I feel as a woman, in your toolkit, you need certain things. And one of those is how to operate a firearm effectively. And a lot of people are afraid. And they shouldn't be. No, absolutely not. And so... I want to ask a lot of things about what's going on in the arms industry, what's cool, what's happening. Um, I want to talk about legislation, but I also want to talk about females in the gun industry. So you're actually an instructor. You do a lot of tactical stuff. Uh, Not so much instruction, more on the sales side. Uh, Definitely have dabbled in kind of assisting in the instruction area. What are you seeing as far as trends in the industry with women getting involved in arming themselves. Well, the, the numbers don't lie. Women have been the largest growing demographic of shooters for probably the last, uh, I, w- I would argue the last decade, um, just in light of what's going on in the world and how things are, sadly, we're getting in a less and less safe world. I mean, I advocate everybody carries. So it's it's good that uh, it's good that y'all are coming up on mass. We're about it. Absolutely. And so when I started shooting, I really loved it. Like, it's very empowering. It's it's addicting, isn't it? It's very addicting, (laughs) Um, especially in in states that are um, gun-friendly. Free. (laughs) Like Arizona, absolutely. Yes, ma'am. And I don't know. It's funny. My gun instructor, my shooting instructor told me, he was like, oh, my gosh, like, you're so great. And I said, thank you, because I really didn't think that I could do this. And he said, you know, you listen. Women listen. No, spot on. So I feel like they're very successful in the the industry because of that. Well, very much so. And it's not just uh, it's not just that women listen. It's just a very with the industry being dominated by that very that very masculine, that very direct kind of guard dog sort of energy. It's very much a I want to be good. I want to be great. The women I've spoken to and that I've sold firearms to that I've assisted instruction on, they're way much more. Let me teach me. Teach me what you know. Teach me what you know. You're the you're the instructor. I'm trying to learn. Uh, what do I need to know? Men is very much. Oh, I know. I know how to shoot a gun. I can. I can definitely do it. <laughs> and you know the uh, the results sometimes speak otherwise. But uh, well, as a mom of twin fifteen year olds, I just want to be safe. Absolutely. I want to be safe. I want to be protected. Yeah. And so, you know that begs the question. You want to listen. You want to learn. Yeah. Um. So. As a retail analyst by trade, I follow the consumer, Mm -hmm. right? We talk about this all the time. So buy now, pay later has become a big theme in retail. Yeah. And what I find interesting is in our discussions, it's really 
becoming pervasive in the gun and ammunition industry. So I want to talk about that with you. Yeah, absolutely. So it's very interesting. A lot of those pay um, buy now, pay later services, so Shopify, uh, PayPal, Pay and For, there's a couple others out there. They don't want to do business with firearms just because it's it, it's it's pressure from Washington. It's pressure from so it's still taboo states. like uh, weed or cannabis in in some place in some places. Yeah, the thing is when you have left-leaning leadership in these companies. They're not operating based on the needs of the consumer. They're trying to virtue signal and say, hey, we're not we're not going to be a part of contributing to the mass levels of gun violence in America. We're, we're going to be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. Mm-hmm. When in reality, stopping people from having access to protect themselves is contributing to the problem, it's not the, the problem. solution. So it's it's completely backwards. Mm-hmm. And in the firearms industry, there's uh, there's only a few that will deal with the uh, that will deal with the um, the gun market, um, one of which is Sezzle, which is lower numbers that you can you can gain, uh, but there's also no um, there's also no strike to your credit if you have problems. Interesting. The other one, Credova, which is a much larger company, um, you can access a lot more funds with them. But they have contracts that are 20 pages long. If you go just a millimeter off the contract, they slap you get you get hit with fees. Um, it can it can take a big hit to your credit, and it's very um, predatory. It's very pre- yeah. Predatory is definitely the right word for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's to a certain degree. Yes, you under you undertook a legal document that you're going to be paying for the for whatever this is in these time periods allotted but they go after you for anything they can just because they know they're one of the only large names in the game as far as financing for firearms so are you seeing more financing for actual handguns or for ammunition? What's like the um, premium? It's mostly larger items. So handguns, um, big for ARs, big for rifles. I um, like the ARs. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty as charged. Um, it's very much, um, it, again, it depends on the service they use. So if you have a, if you have a Sezzle fine financier, whatever the, the term is, um, for like $600, you can buy like a Glock, you can buy some accessories, you can buy a flashlight. If you go a step higher and you go the Cradova route, Cradova can get you access to six, $7,000 or more. So you can see why it's so damaging if you can't. And they're financing that much? They're, fin- they're financing that much and people are doing it. Like and seven grand? Easily. Um. Easily. Huge numbers, huge numbers. What are the biggest brands that you're looking at that people are financing? Um, It is mostly the higher, I mentioned ARs, it's mostly the higher end ARs and the higher end handguns. Things that you you probably don't have the capital to access if you're a average Joe with, you know, a family, a normal job, other responsibilities. Define normal. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so it's normally um, it's normally the high end stuff that you wouldn't be able to achieve financially otherwise. And it's a lot more doable if it's if you can keep up with your payments, you're absolutely fine. But the thing is, people undertake these contracts where they're going to be paying 200, 300, 400 dollars a month to finance these things. And kind of forget for a second, you know, Four I got I got bills, I got kids in school, yeah. I got, you know, house upkeep, I got a pet, I got insurance, all this other stuff. And they can sometimes, if you're not careful, get really, uh, get really rocked in terms of your credit report. It's so interesting. It's almost like, um, so the Harley Davidson, I used to cover mm-hmm. them as an analyst and yeah. I had one back in the day, I think like two husbands ago. <laughs> so... 
I didn't realize how expensive it was to maintain and add on to this motorcycle situation. So I kind of liken it to that when you're like buying a firearm and adding all of the... Um, Yeah. Well, so that's the thing. If you're somebody who follows, you know, Instagram keeps up with, you know, the trends. um, There's there's shot show. There's we call them we call them gun. We call them gun bunnies in the industry. Oh, I like that (laughs) gun bunny. uh, Gun bunnies. All that fun stuff. Jess, do you like that? I like gun bunny. (laughs) I mean, they're cute. It's a cute term. I like it. (laughs) I might have to co-op that. Back to you. No worries. Um, And they kind of see you. They see these fully kitted out rifles. So they've got they've got optics, they've got flashlights, they've got foregrips, they've got ammo, and then you then they see, you know, the tactical gear and the, the mag pouches, the plate carriers, then the then the sidearm and the belts. And it, it'll run you up thousands of dollars easily just to get a setup like you see online. And as as I'm sure you know as as you've talked about with this so social media, so just media in general, heavy generation, as well as the instant gratification. It's, I want it now. Well, I need about 7000 more dollars to get this full kit. On well, that note, our sponsors need 7000 more dollars. And we're going to take a quick break here. It's Kristen Bentz in for Mike Broomhead, and this is KTAR. I love a little Black Betty in the afternoon on a Friday. Hey, blam. Blam, blam. Thank you, Jess. Uh, it's Kristen Benz filling in for Mike Broomhead today on KTR. And so we're talking a little guns and ammo because, like, that's my thing. And whenever I talk about that, um, I talk to one person. That's Evan Dawson, who's a sector analyst and specialist in guns and ammunition. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Um, I pulled him out of the office today, so I'm conning him to stay here. So um, I'm going to try to make it look official so no one knows that you're actually out of the office, but they probably know now. I mean, it's official as can be. I mean, I got my caffeine. I got my list of no-no words. I'm good. Can I tell you this Black (laughs) Rifle coffee? Oh, my gosh. Is it fantastic? Jess, Julia, it saved me. It's delicious. Folks in the Valley, if you haven't been to Black Rifle, you should go. Um, Okay, so we were talking about the industry and what's happening. Um, And I want to talk about female shooting and feeling comfortable around firearms. What is your advice for a female that wants to purchase a firearm? Uh, Three steps. First, uh, go into whatever shop you want to purchase at and hold everything. Touch everything. Um, I literally like that. just, t- just tell them, Hey, I'm buying my first gun. I want to see what works. Give me some, give me some examples. And a good, uh, a good gun salesman is going to pull out a couple different options. Um, then you tell, you tell them him or her, whatever, what you like or don't like. And then about the certain ones, and then they can use those, uh, I guess, parameters for lack of a better term to pull out some other ones and have, have you try those until you find, you know, what grip feels good, what size feels good, what weight feels good. Do I want strike? or hammer fire, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, word of advice for all the ladies out there, if you go into a gun store and the only thing that the salesman is willing to show you is a 380 or a small frame revolver. Or a pink a, gun. Or a pink gun, yeah. Get out of there and go to a comp- <laughs> go, get out there and go to a competent gun store. Like, okay. leave that place in the dust. It's See, a, this is the kind of news that you need, and I'm so glad that Evan is here. 100%. Um, uh, sorry. No, 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 it's good. So, oh. I want to talk about, actually some political stuff and some legislation that's happening. So the cat, is it the castle castle doctrine? Castle yes. Doctrine. Yes. Let's talk about that. Oh, do let's, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is going to be fun. Going to have feds knocking on my door before the end of this. <laughs> well, 
I'm about to be shown out of here any minute. <laughs> well, well, I guess we're going out together. <laughs> so this is legislation. Mm-hmm. If I correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. If there is someone trespassing on your mm-hmm. property, yeah, that perhaps is an illegal alien, mm-hmm. illegal person, you are allowed to shoot them. Um, not not so much. Not so much allowed. It needs to. This applies to all shooting situations. Um, what a court is going to look at to determine uh, whether you were justified or unjustified in the shooting is would a reasonable person feel that their life was threatened enough to where they utilized deadly force? Okay. And why the Castle Doctrine is so, I guess, black and white. Um, someone is trespassing in your home. They're clearly there for ill intent. If they if they were there for the right reason, they wouldn't be trespassing. Mm-hmm. You would have just let them in. Mm-hmm. So the the difference of the Arizona law compared to other Castle Doctrine laws is the new one that was just passed. It covers if a person is on your property, as opposed to just in your home. Castle Doctrine is normally if somebody is coming into your home. Your home is your castle. You have your right to defend your Understood. castle. Okay. Someone's coming in to do you ill harm. You have every right to plant your feet and. Uh, Defend yourself. Defend yourself. Yeah, exactly. So with all of this issue with the border um, that we've been talking about all day with Biden and Trump trying to find some common ground, which clearly they will not. Do you think that this is clearly signaling Americans defend yourself, take up arms with illegal immigrants trespassing Um, on your property? I would say it's more so based on look at what we've look at what we've seen. Um, We're. We have legions of people from countries that, quite frankly, hate us, that are just being let in. And we're seeing what's going on in uh, with the woman that was the college student that was just killed. Yes. Those police officers yes. in New York that were viciously beaten up. Yes. They're not there to borrow a cup of sugar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's you can you can make it that way you will. But that sounds like ill intent to me. I have another question for you. So um, Louisiana is trying to institute um, an open carry, constitutional Um, carry. Constitutional carry. Um, Effectively, what that is, is it essentially says that the Constitution is your concealed carry permit. As long as you are not a felon and can legally possess a firearm, as in you are a legal gun owner, the Constitution and the Second Amendment is is your concealed carry permit. And in Arizona, we have the same? Uh, Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. As so, it should be. As it should be. As indeed. it should be. <laughs> indeed. And so it's funny because I get some feedback from folks that are like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. Like, why would you do this? Yeah. I argue that it raises the cost of doing business for people that are trying to do ill harm because yeah. you don't know. And oh, so 100%. I was ex- I was explaining this to a girlfriend of mine. She was like, I can't believe that they would do this. And yeah. they're 18 years old and why do they have, you know, um, no permits and whatever. And I said, you know, if I am going to the grocery store with my kids and I'm putting them in the back seat and I'm putting the groceries in the back seat and someone rolls up on me. Yeah. They don't know if I'm carrying or Ex- not. Exactly. Yeah. So they really, should, really makes you think twice, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it actually lowers crime. I, I would agree. I probably will not make a lot of fans here, but that's what I'm saying. And yeah. I said what I said.